Okay, in theory, we're on Twitch now for the no people who are actually watching yet. It's me. All right. It's Rob. Hello. And we're trying to find out if I can figure out a way to do a Twitch stream, a podcast stream live on Twitch with limited technical knowledge and ability. Um, this is an idea. This is my own bad idea to try to do like something that we might be able to do after Triple Mania. But I have no idea if it's going to work and that we're only came to it on Thursday before Triple Mania. Maybe it won't work, but um, we're going to keep on talking anyways. Because we really, have we talked since the Triple Mania lineup came out? I feel like we've done a triple, we've talked Triple Mania, but maybe that was like so long ago that we were just guessing way into the future. Yeah, I think that that's definitely a possibility. Um, what do you feel about this card? I'm actually way more excited this week seeing all the buzz since Kane got to Mexico. Yeah, I've been surprised about how into or how interested people are about him coming in. It's, I, I expect it to be a deal, but I, they're treating it like it's a huge sports star coming in. Yeah, the videos coming in have been cool. Uh, they did the march today, which looked really interesting and is always great because you get to see the obscure members of the AAA roster you forget existed, like Tiger Boy. Yes. He only had one G on his shirt, as far as I could tell. So that's important considering discussions about spelling. So. Maybe you know what? Maybe he was Tiger Boy, and it was the Tigger instead of the Tiger. Maybe that would explain a lot of things right there. <laughs> um, yeah, there was less people, random people, than usual at the pilgrimage. That's always my favorite part to find out the other Tiger Boys or who just show up once a year, like the year that um, Dama de Hero um, showed up with someone for some reason and was never seen again. I saw the um, I saw Tanga and Samoano, but that was about it. I saw the AAA World Champion at home, just relaxing in San Diego. Of course, he's not showing up for this. I was surprised that Laredo showed up for this, actually. Yeah, Laredo kid was definitely there. He was doing video. Everybody seemed to post on their Instagram a selfie or a video with Kane, because I think that's going to get the most views. Yes. Everyone's caught on to that, that he's going to be a big deal. I think, honestly, they probably should have that go like semi-main because I think it's probably going to be a bigger deal than the AEW AAA trios match. Oh, for sure. I think that the big attractions are Kane and the main event. And I, honestly, I think if they sent Kane out there to do whatever he's doing, plus you have Psycho Clown there who, I mean, there there's a large portion of the crowd who once they see Psycho Clown might just check out of the show. I definitely don't think you want Kenny Omega following that. Yeah, you know, I'm writing the preview for Voices of Wrestling that might get done today, might not, and it occurred to me that this is going to be like the least over Kenny Omega has been in on the match in a very long time, because AAA hasn't really done much to hype him, and we've seen all the AEW guys, when they first come to AAA, no one knows who they are. That's just going to be a weird experience for the, the AEW fans who people assume are going to turn in are just going to be strange to see that their guy is not as big a deal as they're used to. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'm assuming the match is going to be just straight technicals versus Rudos. So the, the Bucks and Omega are going to play just like they did when they had the tag title match at Verano de Scandalo. And maybe, for all we know, maybe Kenny will enjoy it because it's not like he gets to play a heavy heel or he hasn't been able to do it since the whole Bullet Club thing. Right. Yeah, he, he's been stuck in a uh, one kind of role. 
So it, it might be fun for him to do something different. It looks like some people are can hear us. Yeah, so that's a great sign. I know I cranked the volume up, so I may have to crank it back down when I work as a YouTube later tomorrow for the CML show, but that's really what their goal was, just to do enough garbage talking that maybe people will be able to tell us. Um, the rest of the card, the TLC match, I think might be good, but also might be a complete disaster. It, it can go anyway. I think with that, it's like how much stuff do they plan out ahead of time and how much can they play out ahead of time when Tyre and Tesla are probably big parts of the match and probably not going to be there until Saturday. But I think they have the people to have a good yeah, the other thing that Kara keeps posting more and more cryptic notes on Instagram about how her knee is. So if her knee is still messed up and she can't do much, definitely being in a TLC match is not a wise idea. But I don't know, even if she's even... It's not a wise idea, but I feel like that's something where they can just like put her through a table in the first minute and she just disappears unless she needs to come back for a spot at the end. Yeah, that'd be really shitty, though, considering she just won the title and really hasn't had any defenses. I do see, honestly, I see Tessa coming out of this match with the title just because she's so pushed in AAA and she hasn't taken a fall yet. I could easily see, and Conan's really high on her, so I could see her getting the title. I had Tessa winning the title and I changed my mind. I just, because I'm just... Not sure. Chipotle should be confident that they're going to get dates on Tesla in the future. They make she's supposed to work the U.S. shows, but then after that, she may be busy elsewhere or maybe hard. But have, handing the title off to someone who's not there to defend it has never been a big problem for Chipotle of late. So maybe I'm worried about the wrong thing. No, you you might be right because the other thing is if she gets the title, I don't know what the relationship is like. Where if if you're assuming they're going to keep working with AEW, I don't know if Tessa can face AEW talent. So maybe they want to put it on someone like Fabi who can go and work uh, on an AEW TV show, for example, and get a do a random title defense. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think about that, but that's probably why there's no AEW women on this show, because they couldn't put them in that match. Because that would be the impact AEW thing that happened with Cade for... Huh. Which, which may also affect Killer Cross not being the luchador suppress. I mean, it seems like a logical place for him, but maybe there's other factors where he can't be on the show. Yeah, I, that's another thing I didn't think about. No, that'd be that'd be unfortunate. But Cross's history on Triple Mania is completely unfortunate all the time, so it would be unfortunate. Well, the other thing is, I, I got to figure Cross is on this show if Scarlet is on the show. But last i checked on her instagram scarlet was in australia on a vacation i think so i don't think triple a is flying her from australia to mexico but maybe there's something we're just not aware of maybe she's coming back and then she's going to mexico but i wouldn't put it past triple a to just be advertising her and she's not actually going to be there yeah that's consistent with triple a before so i guess that's something to watch later in the week i mean the impact tapings are no she's not an impact so that doesn't even matter for her to get back to those yeah I guess we'll see. Um, I guess we'll see about the Copa Triple Mania, where we have eight people. In, we have nine people announced in opposite clips is in the match, but we don't know what the rules are. We don't know how many people are in the match. I really, you know, these are always Royal Rumble kind of rules. But the problem with that is that you have <coughs> one minute between every person coming in, and so if they jam a whole bunch of people in this, this could be a way too long match. Is what I'm afraid of. Yeah, I, when I saw the people who are listed on the poster, I mean, they're all generally big stars. 
So I figured that's okay. You put a couple more stars in there. You do 10, 12 guys, and you're out of there. But when Eclipse Vengador Jr., a.k.a. Lancelot, got announced the other day, that just opens the door up to basically anybody on the roster who doesn't have a match to participate. And we could get up to 20 guys here, and it could go on forever. It could drag. But my biggest fear is whoever they put on the English commentary is just going to be at a loss unless they actually have the list ahead of time. Yeah, and that doesn't sound like a thing that AAA normally does. I mean, we go back to the the original Yave de la Gloria match where the guys calling the show did not get a list of who was actually in the match, and that was very awkward. So I don't think we can count on AAA narrowing it down, especially with AAA, they're probably like last-minute decisions about which guys to bring in the match, too. That may be... That, yeah. That may be... That may be a, a, a tough moment for whoever ends up doing for the English commentary. Yeah, the the people I would watch for in this match to actually end up at the at the finish line, so to speak, would probably be like Pagano Chessmen, because I think they're feuding and they might end up in a hair match later this year. Maybe Aerostar and Monster Clown. But I mean, as long as Leparka's in the match, you always got to figure he's a high candidate to win something like this. Yeah, and he's been a good soldier for this for them this year, just staying out of the way. So maybe he gets a reward at the end, though. I'm kind of figuring like they that they'll do something with Chessman and Pagano to build up that feud, but they don't always take advantage of these big shows to build up those. Yeah, I was actually doing a podcast preview Triple Media the other day, and with John Pollock over at Post Wrestling, and he was suggesting that they would use this show to set up MSG and to set up the LA Forum. And I told him, that's not usually AAA style. They don't, they kind of just focus on what's going on that day, and then the rest they'll figure in the gaps later. So I don't know if, I, if I'm if i thinking anything from MSG is going to be set up from this show. Yeah. Um, I, I think in the general sense that they've got to get people feeling excited about seeing AAA so that they will come out for the, for the they'll feel like they'll want to buy tickets for the MSG show and the LA show. But I don't know that they have that they'll that they build sequentially like that. At some point, they do need to announce something for the New York show, and I've been fearing for a while that that will happen as soon as those are over. Maybe we'll get something Monday, Tuesday next week. But I don't know that they will build sequentially because they don't really build sequentially between the big shows as it is right now. Yep. Okay. What do you? Do you think the trios tiles are on the line? Because that's one of the big mysteries of the show. I gotta figure they're on the line since they're the champions. I hope that if they are on the line, they're not losing it in their first major match. I would be really sad if the Exoticos somehow ended up with those titles. Uh, I think the main goal in this trios ma- in this three-way trios match is I just want the Exoticos to do their act, this to be elimination, and then to get out of there just so we could do Poder del Norte versus the Hinetes del Aire. Just give them eight to ten minutes to go balls out and do all their crazy stuff. I think the longer you keep the Exoticos in there, the more of a chance this has to just break down. And the last thing you want is Vikingo to just get a couple spots while Pippinella and Mamba and Maximo are running around doing their kissing act to pop the crowd. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, though, I think... AAA is always very high on Exoticos and trying to look for something for them to do. I think it's very, it would be very easy for them to give them, get the big pop by having the Exactos get the win. By Pippinella getting a big win at a 
Tailwind and Triple Mania, and then worry about what comes at, what comes next after. I don't think that would be the greatest thing for the match or for what the matches they might set up, but I think that seems like the most likely of all things they might do. Uh, I don't know. That worries me. I really hope not, but I do think that this will be maybe one of the better matches on the card, as long as the Exoticals get out of there. I think this... I mean, but again, we're presuming if we know that these first three matches are going to be limited on time, that could throw a wrench into everything. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's the other thing. Based on what Conan said, the first three matches are all going to air in that first hour. Which means they're going to have to move them pretty quick, which makes me wonder about other things, because the Observer today said that the, there's going to be a Yayave de la Gloria match. Maybe that's one of the first three matches. Just it's going to be tough to fit a uh, four-way tag, a three-way Thurios, and a Copa Triple Mania in an hour. So maybe we have another we have an, another unlisted opener that that will help. That won't get much time, but will help balance that time a little bit. Yeah, forever for anyone who happens to be listening to this, I do know for a fact there's going to be a match before the show with the young guys. It's just a matter of I don't know if we're going to see it on the pre-show or if it's just for in the building. But there will be a match. And I'm sure we'll see it because I'm sure a million people will be recording from the crowd. And considering who I've heard is going to be in it, it could end up being one of the better matches of the night. Yeah, I'm sure we'll have 25 different videos from Hector Godfrey by Sunday. <laughs> yes. And it'll be just like, here's the intro for the match. Here's the outro for the match. Here's the match. Here's the third angle of the match kind of situation. Um, yeah, I can't see them doing a dark match, but there's a history of some good dark matches on Triple Mania that never have turned up, so um, maybe I'm wrong about that. And then the opener... What do you the think, opener is... Where do you think Nina Hammergaze is going to end up by the end? I think we're actually getting some storyline advancement in this opener. I think... One way or the other, I, I feel like Lady Maravilla and Viano 3 Jr. are ending up with the titles. I just don't know what the twist is going to be. I can't see Nino Hamburguesa going Rudo, but I could see a situation where something happens, where somebody else gets involved, and we have like a third guy involved in here. Maybe someone who interferes and is actually Lady Maravilla's significant other that they've been playing Nino Hamburguesa all along. I don't know who could be, but... No, the funniest idea would be is that the Cyclope and Medio Extreme will come up and just destroy Nino Hamburguesa and help Morterville get the win. <laughs> but I, I, yeah, they haven't leaned that would be a way to go. <laughs> I, and I've noticed, you know, it was just putting together match, the trip, best trip, matches of AAA. Is that I've, after they did that really super hardcore match with those two guys, Leader and Pagano, earlier in the year, AAA seems like they've gone away from like the hardcore stuff this year. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, it's like. We still get lots of blood, but we're not. Do- but that feud seemed like it should have had more legs than just drop cold kind of weirdly. So I wonder if Azteca said something, or if they just changed their minds, like they are liable to. Well, that's another thing that we have to think about on this show. Every year, Triple Mania, there's at least one match that focuses on the hardcore stuff. So I wonder if they just toss that into Copa Triple Mania with Pagano and Chessman doing something, or they squeeze it into somewhere else. I mean, Blue Demon Wagner, they're going to bleed, but they're not going to do the explosions in, like, fire that we saw last year. No, I, I'm sure the Copa Triple Mania is going to be the strangest of Copa Triple Mania every year, plus the strangest of Pagano matches every year to make the strangest match possible. There's going to be... That's where we're going to find the fire spot or whatever, if they can do it. 
Yep. I mean, overall, I'm really excited for the show. I think it's really well-rounded. I'm sure they're going to have a huge viewing audience just because the Omega and Bucks plus the Kane thing. It, um, I think most of us are just are just curious when we tune in at 9 p.m. Eastern or I guess before if you want to watch the pre-show, just to see what voices we hear, especially those tuning in in English. Yeah, I think I think there's certainly people in AAA who know that having Vampiro do the announcing for a show would be a tremendously bad idea, but I don't know if those are the people who are in charge of making the decision. So we will just we'll have to see. I. I I, I, sometimes I worry that I'm too focused on the English announcers when I think most people are going to watch it in Spanish and most of the people that they hope to buy those New York and LA tickets are, are Spanish-speaking people. Maybe not their only language, but it's one of their languages. So that's really where they're going to make it or not make it. We're going to have to Zumbido are doing some really bad cradles there on Twitch. But, I, but I, I think back to the Dragon Gate show that just happened. And that Larry Dallas interview on Wrestling Observer, where it was a show I was really paying that much attention to, but his enthusiasm and his knowledge of it made me felt like I was in good hands if I wanted to watch a exciting show in English. And I think there's a no matter how good the Spanish announcers or how good the Japanese announcers are, there are people who are never going to watch a show unless they can get in. So having competent English announcers who can explain the product is a deal. And I'm not sure that AAA has ever really thought it was a big thing. Have you mentioned that all the reason we're doing this is because we're planning to hopefully do something right after Triple Mania, a live reaction? I mentioned it way at the beginning, but probably no one was listening. So the idea here is that we are probably, if, if this, I can get the sound to balance, because that seems like the only issue we have, is I'm going to do, uh, we're going to come back on Twitch, since you're already going to be on Twitch to watch these shows, um, on my own channel, to talk about these shows, do kind of a recap, um, maybe there may just talk about what happened, probably solicit some money, because if we're going to do it live, we probably should actually take donations for people. If you people enjoy it and think it's worth their time, give them an opportunity to actually give us money so we have money to pay for food while we're in Monterey. That's my, that's my hope, is I want to get like a free meal out of this. But we're Ooh. just probably just going to be the missing post-game show just to talk about what has happened and try to deal with the trauma of what a weird thing AAA did this time together. Yes, the more money you donate after Triple Mania, the more I will include a bonus section afterwards where I just bury the fuck out of the CML Women's Tournament tomorrow. I think, see, I, I've read you on Twitter. I think you're more than willing to do that for free. I will hold back. I know, actually... I will. I will hold. Yeah, I will hold back my comments, and just to see, just to, so we can do it here uncensored. Because sometimes I do get in trouble for stuff I write on Twitter. Like, I'm pretty sure my menopause joke is not going to go over well with certain people. Yeah, probably not. But yeah, we'll see. If if there's a a big reaction for this, this is something we could do more often. If I can figure out how to make the sound works. Or if, if, there's a, if there's a good reaction to it, that's great, because then we get to eat something right, and maybe we can do a podcast there or something. Probably not live, but we'll figure out something. Um, maybe but, maybe we, we should have waited to do this for another hour and a half or so, so that we could be on the air live when Hijo de Vikingo gets announced for Bola. I, I, I'm, I'm kind of giving up hope on that with all the other people being announced. I think it's going to be tricky as it is to get Cavernario on that show with all the AAA show guys, even though 
they're all technically freelance, but it seems like day by day, it's a different story if CML allows that or not. I have it on good authority that we should be okay. Okay, well, that's good to hear. Um, and if so, not, I'm just going to blame you. Yeah, I think most people do blame me or, or just get annoyed enough to me that they don't return messages anymore. But that's how it goes. Well, well you joke about it, but if the, the fact is, sometimes the fact that you even have a database full of lineups can get people in trouble just because people find those lineups. And if not for the database, nobody would know certain shows even existed. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I, those, that database isn't perfectly accurate about where those shows are turned out to be located, but and sometimes they aren't really helpful for the people who are trying to hide that they're working on certain shows. But sometimes, sometimes it's actually useful. Sometimes I'm not making a mess of things on the internet. One thing that I never mentioned to you, but I brought up on the podcast yesterday that comes out tomorrow on Post Wrestling, one more plug, is there were quite a few people at PWG who are actually going down to see the Triple Mania because the Bucks and Omega are on the show. That's surprising because that, yeah. that has not... When we've gone, when we went, we were one of the few Americans who seemed to be there. And it's not like anything's happened in years after, but I think that says a whole bunch about AEW. And mm -hmm. that's why I'm not really too worried about that AEW first TV show. I had trouble selling tickets, but we'll see. Yep. Okay. So we did 20 minutes. People could hear us. The sound isn't quite balanced. But I'm going to have to keep on messing. I'll have to mess with that even next time we do it. But I think this was a successful thing. Um, I will, we will talk to you. I, I'll figure out what we're doing in Triple Mania, and I'll make sure to spam it all night on Twitter if we're actually doing something. So thanks, everyone, who did listen for this test. Thanks if I get around to releasing this as a podcast before Triple Mania. Thank you for listening to this. And we will be back later on.